Hey, I'm Byron. And I'm Natalie. We're married. Husband and wife. And this is a marriage and family podcast. We will be documenting our lives together. Along with anything else we can think of. This is Couples Co-op. <laughs> you know that feeling when you have to yawn? And no. It, it, it like kind of, it's yes. there. What? You don't know? You can feel it like in the back of your head. Are, you, like... are you trying to yawn right now? <laughs> <laughs> I felt the feeling and then it went away and now it's bothering me. Yeah, okay. Here, I'm going to yawn for you, okay? Okay, please do. It didn't work. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> All right. Now oh. my mouth is just going to be just like wide open this whole time. Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Previously on. Welcome back. Well, hold on. Welcome back to Couples Co-op. I'm Natalie. And I'm Byron. This is so redundant. Part two of, of birth story. Selena's birth story. Selena. Little baby Lena. Last we saw our heroes. We were in, in the, the hospital. In the thick of it. In the thick, thick of it. Well, okay, so last time we had a heck of a time. We had like 20 some odd hours of waiting. You weren't progressing. They put you on Pitocin. There was a friggin' stupid idiot. And you got an <laughs> epidural in your spine. Yes. And now we're here. We're at 10 centimeters about ready to epidural push. Epidural is fully worn off. Epidural all the way worn off. The still worst pain in my back is happening. Horrible back labor. We are... What at this point, twenty two hours in the hospital? Tw- uh, yeah, like tw- yeah, because like we said 21. around one a.m. is yeah. when I started pushing. Yeah, are we caught up? I think so. I, I mean, obviously, whenever you see a part two in our podcast, guys, you got to go back to the part one. So if you're here and you haven't listened to part one, you got to go back. <laughs> like, yes, we just kind of recapped, but you got to know the whole thing. Who starts on a part two? Some people. It's, it's like getting a movie and then watching it with the commentary first. It. I think it's worse than that, though. Probably. It's. It's like watching. The season finale of the last ep- of, of, of the last episode of a show, mm. and then being before like, ever watching the pilot or anything, in and between. then being like, huh, I wonder how they got to this point, and then going back and watching what what nonsense is that? It's like, ooh, ooh, are you ready for this? I'm ready. It's like Liz watching through the Mentalist and looking up who Red John is before she got to the end. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? It drives me crazy. But we gotta love her. You have to add that in, honey. <laughs> so upset at you. Oh, wasn't Liz. even you ruined it for yourself, but it's still upsetting. You upset me. <laughs> All right, so around one a.m. August first, after being manually stretched, <laughs> you didn't know what you were reading until you started reading, did you? No. <laughs> As we mentioned before. Guys, we go into detail here, so just know that if you don't want to know, you should stop listening. But you should keep listening because obviously we're getting close to the good part of the story. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, they had to manually manually stretch me the last centimeter because I was just stuck at that nine stuck centimeters. Stuck at nine centimeters for way too ridiculous, long. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so I got to ten cent- centimeters once she manually stretched me, mm-hmm. and like literally the whole room just like erupted with people and with yeah. chaos and moving and blah 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 blah. Yeah, she was like, "All right, it's time to push." And then I think she walked out, and we right. just kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Do I just <sighs> do it on my own?" Like, like oh my goodness. <laughs> And then she just comes back in and like four people come in. Mm -hmm. They like grab the bottom of the bed Mm. and they like take it off. They like pull out the little stirrups. They put in a big box with a like a bio waste bag in it. For the droppings. For the droppings. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, all right. And mm-hmm. then I think that maybe the doctor came in at one point, this point. Yeah. And because, she was like, she had to double check everything and be right. like, yep, we're ready. Yeah, I do remember. Like, she definitely was coming in and out throughout the process. Yeah. 
I just, wow. It was basically just, I think, three main nurses because there was Sam. Right, the, the lady that we really enjoyed, who was my main nurse. Yeah, and then there was, my like, lady. there was, like, an older lady, and then, like, I want to say just, like, one other person that was there. I know there was, like, a pediatrician mixed in there. Yeah, but I think the pediatrician came and went. Mm. I don't think she stayed in the whole time. Yeah. I think she might have even only been there for, like, the last pushing bit, like, when Lena was coming out, because the pediatrician doesn't really need to be there until the kid is out. Right, but they're still monitoring baby yeah, through that, my through belly the, and stuff. the heart monitors and stuff. Which, at this point, baby, like, starts to kind of drop lower into the birth canal, so then the monitor doesn't pick it up as much. Mm. So, like, there were several times where, like, the machine just would go, and I'm just like, you better get that thing on her heart again real quick. That was while I was pushing? (laughs) Yeah. I don't recall any of that. I don't even remember them messing with those bands while I was pushing. They would, like, adjust them every once in a while. No recollection. So, was it right away that they gave me the oxygen mask? Or yes. was that like once so, I had been pushing for a while? I think it was pretty close to right away. They wheeled in the, or no, they, they hooked it up because it was like coming out of the wall. They hooked up the tubing and all that stuff yeah. and they gave you the mask and were like, all right, here's the Right, in the between oxygen. pushes, you need this. Yeah. Uh, you need to have this mask on your face so that baby's getting proper oxygen during yeah. this and you are as well. Because it's a higher, like saturated oxygen something or other Mm -hmm. yeah so like that was my job that was one of my jobs is to make sure that it was on your face in between right so basically the routine was i would push during the contraction right and then i'd stop pushing once the contraction was over byron would scramble to find the oxygen mask (laughs) put it on my face And then once it was time to push again, I'd literally throw it off my face, push, and then I have, have to go get it on my face and try again. to find it. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how it was. That's how it was. So, I, like, I'm I don't know, I'm pushing, and they're like, like if you I should say if you haven't given birth, people tell you like, oh, just push, and you're yeah. just like, what does okay. that mean? Like they they try like pointing, okay, push here, yeah. and I'm like. I, that's what I think I'm doing. Yeah. I'd say it's it's kind of like bearing down, but it, it's it's not. It's like deeper than that. Yeah. And I honestly like to this day, and I tell people this, and they're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I mean, it took me like two and a half hours to push this kid out. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. But I still I really don't even know how to properly push. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, it's one of those things. Like people, they tell you not to push with your face. And I definitely know my face was super red. I surprisingly didn't have any like burst, like what is that, capillaries? Yeah, burst capillaries in your face. Or anything. So maybe I wasn't pushing with my face as much as I thought. But I I know that I definitely wasn't doing it right because it took Mm -hmm. a long time. (laughs) I definitely put a rag on your face a lot and like wiped up your sweat. Yeah, I was so warm. (laughs) And I like got the fan in there. Yes, the fan was huge because I was burning up. Like I was actively working and working and working for hours so that was my my contribution i set up the fan i Mm -hmm. got your oxygen mask on and i wiped off your face yeah and um, wet rag on my forehead and yeah it was uh it was a process so they i just like i just list i don't even know the order of things but it all happened like they had me try different positions i was like in the typical you know on my back with my legs up like you would see in a movie Mm -hmm. they had me go on my hands and knees on the bed i was on my bed the whole time they wouldn't let me get off the bed because i had an epidural in my back which Mm -hmm. i was whatever yeah (laughs) they offered me like one of those those peanut butter balls they call it yeah it it looks like a like a uh, it's an exercise like yoga ball material but it's like deformed dog's toy yeah you know those peanut dog toys they put peanut butter inside that's exactly what it looks like but a big version yeah uh that hurt 
so bad because mm-hmm. i mean during this whole thing i'm still experiencing back labor right and when they put that ball in between my legs when i was on my side that was the worst pain of the mm-hmm. entire time like i literally pushed it away and i screamed like get this thing out of here because that yeah. hurts so bad i remember it was after that point that i physically said out loud why does my back hurt so bad like Mm -hmm. this does not seem right like i am pushing a baby out and it's my back that is the worst pain that i'm feeling yeah like i was so mad i'm like i'm like i thought that this was you know gonna hurt where it's supposed to hurt yeah but it was (laughs) i was not prepared for this and i'm pushing her back the whole time holding up her leg pushing her back it yeah it's a very rigorous process yeah and then okay so Okay, so this is the after the 40 minutes. About, that's about our 40, estimate, right? 40-ish, 45 minutes. Of, of actively pushing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had you get back on, like, on the bed and on your hands and knees. Yeah. But they had you, like, put your head down on the bed with your, like, button ear. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. And you were pushing. And I remember being like, I don't feel like gravity's on your side in this situation. And I was, I was just <clears> like, <throat> this is a new position. Yeah. So... <laughs> Basically, like, I then, like, through the process of this, walked over because I think I was grabbing the rag, and I heard one of the doctor, one of the nurses be like, yeah, baby's facing the wrong way. Hmm. We need her to go back in. Hmm. I had no idea. So, like, Lena wasn't going to come out the way that she was coming out. So, if you people don't know, a baby is supposed to be born looking down. So, like, their face is looking at my butt, right? right. So, but Lena, at some point during me being in labor, because she was in the correct position when we got to the hospital. She was in the correct position during your checkup. Oh, that's true. I don't think they checked her position when you were in the hospital. Okay, so, like, I guess, what, two days before this or whatever? A day and a half before this? The morning of, like, what's going in, yeah. So... She was in the correct position, like, you, you know, you're supposed to feel baby's spine across the belly mm-hmm. because, yeah, there's face that way. Yep, head but down, at some point, out. I don't know if it's when they broke my water, probably it's when they broke my water because she has then, a yeah. lot more room. Mm-hmm. Um, she flipped to being, they call it sunny side up. Or and posterior. So, posterior, correct. Which means that we were spine against spine, mm-hmm. which is freaking why my back hurt so bad. And for some reason, at no point during this 22 <sighs> hours did they think, let's check the position of the baby. Right. This is a very common thing. Yeah. Like, they talked about this in our childbirth class. Yeah. And so we're just like, I. so, like, I don't think, because Natalie didn't know about that until no. I told her about it. Right. But literally, like, as she, like, pushed a little bit, like, one of them stuck their hands in and, like, started to, like, push down a little bit. To, to, so that she would go, like, back out in, of the birth canal? Out of the birth canal, back into the, like, where she needed to be so, so that, that she could flip. So that hopefully she would flip. Which she did. Yeah. It did flip her. And then... But it undid my 45 minutes of work. It undid the 45 minutes of work. But I think that that ultimately, I mean, ultimately it did help. Like she, because yeah. she was not going to come out the correct way. Right. If they would have kept doing that, they probably would have done the C-section or something. I mean, I it know. is possible nurse, to birth a kid posterior. But she was like so big. She was a very big kid, which we will tell you how big she was <laughs> later. Yeah. But but she was a big kid. So she wasn't going to come out the way that she was. So they had to put her back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my word. And I just remember them being like, we have to get her back in. Mm-hmm. And I was just like you freaking serious right now <laughs> why it's a good thing nobody told me that yeah i would have been like i'm done yeah i'm done 
I'm done. Yeah. So, I mean, they did <laughs> have you, cut like... cut me open. <laughs> yeah. They did have you, like, you know, do that and then, like, yeah. roll. They had you, like, switch positions and then switch positions and then switch positions. And to I think, try and help her roll? I think that's what caused her to roll is okay. I think she then switched positions and I don't know. It just... Yeah. yeah. I don't really recall most of that. Mm-hmm. I do remember probably, like, the hour mark, maybe... I don't. I really have no recollection of time because I just was so exhausted. In between pushes, I would, I I would fall asleep. Yeah. Like push, I'm pushing like, every like maybe two minutes. I don't even yeah. know. But I would literally fall asleep because at this point I have been awake, oh goodness, like a day and a half. Yep. And it has been an intense day and a half. Yep. And so. I am so exhausted and mm-hmm. I'm trying to give everything I can to every single push. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just like literally had nothing left. <laughs> and so I remember at one point my back is still in pain because sure she had flipped around at this point, but the damage is already like overly done to my back mm-hmm. and my back is in so much pain. I'm feeling extremely like a failure because it's not supposed to take this long to push a kid out. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, I can't do this anymore. I I really just thought to myself like there's no way I'm going to get this kid out. Like it how, like how long has it been since we got here? And I feel like there's been little to no I don't know good things that have happened. <laughs> like it's always been forcing Natalie to go to the next thing. And I will say like right after that point I think is when her head started to poke a little bit. Mm, it could be. Because I remember her head was like poking through for like a half hour of the pushing. Jeez. <laughs> um yeah it was just she was so big oh, <laughs> it's just she, she didn't make it easy and it's my first baby like there's yeah. a lot of reasons why this was such a long grueling process yeah. but she's my first baby so i really didn't know what i didn't know mm-hmm. and i didn't know how to do it and so right it just it took a long time for me to get there yeah, yeah. so like the position that i ended up on for Probably most of it was on my hands and knees because that was for some well, reason it felt best on my back. Well, I think it was your yeah your hands and knees, but your hand hand like your head and hands up over the back. Right, so they you were they like, had the bed propped up like the back of the bed was propped mm-hmm. up, and right. gravity was working with you and it was keeping the pressure off your back. Yeah, and so you you were standing like right at my head because mm-hmm. you were always on the oxygen mask in between every contraction. Yep. And like the, yeah, the fan and the, the fan ray. There. And that's when, I mean, you fell asleep a lot during that time. You would just kind of like rest your chin on the back <sighs> of the bed and I'd make sure that your mask was on and I'd try to keep you lucid. And you would just be like, I can't. And then you would like, your eyes would like roll back in your head sometimes. Oh, and and you would just be like, yeah, you, I can tell you like you were fully asleep for some <laughs> Like you, you like almost completely fell asleep. Probably um Towards the end, they're like between almost every contraction. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I rem- I don't even know what forced me to continue to push because at a certain point, I couldn't even feel the contractions anymore because I was like sleeping and my back hurt so bad. So like all of the pain was there. It wasn't in the front. Yeah. Maybe that but, repositioning like- helped the, the epidural. <laughs> kicked in that's we've honestly never thought about that the f- before that's very true because it my theory be. my theory is that because i mean it goes down your spine i'm not a doctor all right i'm not a nurse i don't know how this all works you doctors and nurses let us know if this Correct is legit us. but like if she was spine against spine then she was probably pressing on your spine and yeah. if that fluid has to run up and down your spine to work mm. then it might have been limiting the flow 
and her finally getting off your spine and you being in a different position might have but i was still able to hold myself up with my legs yeah because i mean it's technically not supposed to knock you out it's not supposed to make you not feel them it's just supposed to make you the contractions like right feel more comfortable yeah so it was probably working right it just it was just a lot of complications yeah they weren't bad complications they were just there yeah, that's true. Of complications, mine were definitely more ideal yeah. than other like emergency complications. Because I mean, at the end of it, we had a healthy baby that we could take right. home the next day. Right, exactly. Yes. And we are extremely thankful for that. It was just quite a process to get there. But anyways, yeah, I, don't, I just don't even remember feeling the contractions, but I just would feel the urge to push, which I mm-hmm. guess is my body doing what it's supposed to do. Right. And I have no idea what it was that even helped me continue to do that over and over again except literally the lord's strength because mm-hmm. i was you know dead asleep and i couldn't even feel my contractions but i would apparently wake up randomly and just start <laughs> pushing again i don't yeah. even know i mean in my end like you would be really quiet i'd keep the mask on i would keep the fan make sure it's pointed at you i'd like wipe your brow and then you would push and you'd push for a couple minutes and then you would stop and then I'd get the mask, I'd put it on, I'd wipe your brow, I'd make sure the fan was positioned My on brow. you. I'd wipe your brow. <laughs> just the one? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so, like, on my end, I was just like, she's just doing what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Like, she knows. You were a trooper, though, honey. Mm. Like, you definitely, I do remember you being like, you know, just a few more, honey, like, you got this, mm-hmm. like, it's okay, I love you, like, I... I don't even remember everything you said to me, but I do remember hearing your voice, and that was mm-hmm. very encouraging and huge. Mm-hmm. So I did do the math. At this point, I would have been awake for about 43 hours. Yep. I hadn't eaten in about 24 hours, mm-hmm. and I can't even, like, defeated doesn't even sound right. And like, I had ate three meals. Anyways, <laughs> like, I just remember thinking that, The Lord created women's bodies to be able to give birth. So, like, why was this so hard? Like, obviously, the answer is the curse and sin. But I just felt like it it should have come easier or it should have at least worked like it was supposed to, you know? Yeah. Why is it taking so long? Why can't I do what the Lord created me to be able to do? Mm -hmm. It's just very defeating. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a long, grueling process. It was the. The difference between like being excited the previous day to like being in a battlefield the next day mm. it was crazy. What an analogy! It was crazy, crazy. Mm. All right, the final stretch. Final so stretch. So we, even though it didn't feel like it, I was slowly making progress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing is like everything that we were doing was making progress. It just was significantly less progress than we were hoping it would be. Yeah. Because we were expecting it to be like, all right, it's time to push. And we're like, sweet, push, push, baby. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all right, it's time to push. And it's like, this is, we've been doing this for almost four hours. What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) And that's where like, once baby was like down far enough, they could like kind of reach their hand and they could poke the head and they could be like, all right, it's time for you to flip back over and get your legs up where they need to be like you see in the movies mm-hmm. and that's like when... i put the stirrups up and i put my legs in the stirrups yep and, and i, I just... put my bed all, my butt all the way to the edge of the bed mm-hmm. and i just i remember i was just like all right and i just grabbed one of the legs yeah it was and funny the nurse, the, the nurse the was like all right do you do you want to take a leg <laughs> i don't remember her saying do you want to take a leg i remember just grabbing it and her oh. being like are you good and i was just like yeah i guess like, this is what i'm doing this is what the husband does right but it's weird because 
So, like, my feet are in stirrups, but then they're like, okay, husband, you take one leg, nurse, you take the other one. Mm -hmm. So, like, in between pushes, my feet are relaxed in the stirrups. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time for me to do a push, you and the nurse would bring up my legs as far up to my chest as they would go. And then I would put my chin to my chest Mm -hmm. and bear down. Yep. And so it was just like, I don't know, I was just curled up in a big ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and they just <laughs> big kept old being pregnant like, lady. Right. And they would just go like, all right, push, 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 push. You're doing great. Push, 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 right. push, push. And I'm just like, I could deal with without that. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a lot to do. She knows she's supposed to push. <laughs> yeah. And I think the part that, like, I loved Sam so much, but she's like, just, just like yell, just give it a good growl or what, what was yeah, the word? She just was like yell. Yeah. Just yell. Cause I was just, you know, like, mm, or I don't even know what I, what I was, what was I doing? I think you were just like, <laughs> and you just weren't making like enough noise. You weren't like breathing. You weren't, you weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing. I, I, what was I supposed to be doing? Apparently yelling. Yelling, apparently. And so I remember like one time I'm like, fine. And so I kind of just let out a little like, Ah, yeah, <laughs> and and I felt like I had just thought about the yelling instead of the pushing, and so it didn't really work. <laughs> yeah, it might have been a wasted push, but that's all right. <laughs> and in, I'll say that like around this time is where I really like this is the reason that I grabbed the fan. Oh, ooh. because like I don't know if you've ever been inside one of those places while some lady's trying to push a human being out of their body, but it's stanky. <laughs> <laughs> like. I was getting, like, I, everything else was perfectly fine. I was perfectly fine with, like, the, the gross-looking stuff. I perfectly, like, I'm not a squeamish person, but the smell was making me nauseous. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself a couple times, like, I really can't throw up right now mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, this that would be bad. So I remember, like, at one point, like, giving her the thing, being like, hold this. And I ran over to the little shelf that the fan was on and, like, adjusted it because it wasn't going to hit her at this point. Yeah. Because she was I down. Was down on the bed. So I just, like, faced it so that it was facing just me. <laughs> So that I was blowing the smell like out of my face. <laughs> I mean, just think about this, guys. This baby has been living in this liquid for 10 months and they have been like peeing in it. They've been drinking it, peeing in it again, drinking it. Uh, it's just think about like, uh, I, what are we thinking about? I don't know. Just just a gross smell. It's just, it's just bodily it's not, fluids, guys. It's not like anything. It is very normal to poop. While giving birth. It's true. But I did not. You didn't. <laughs> but it's just... But that's what we're talking about. Yeah, it's just a smell <laughs> that I've not experienced before and I've not experienced since. Mm. And it's gross. <laughs> and I'm happy that I don't smell it right now. <laughs> Good. Because it's bad. I don't think I ever smelled it because I... I, I really it, have no idea what you're talking it, about. It was probably... I was busy with other things. It was it was a, probably the closest that I was, like, to, like, being sick through the whole process. Because mm. I wasn't. Like, everything else was perfectly fine. But it was that that I was just like, oh, goodness. I just can't do this. This is so hard for me. You don't even know. Oh. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you women out there are frustrated at Byron's ranting of being upset or tired but i i really legitimately guys he did so much for me and so i'm extremely thankful he was there for every step of this i really could not have done it without him and so i i I allow it (laughs) good (laughs) he he was very he was a huge trooper and he was there with me every single contraction throughout this whole process Mm -hmm. and i love you thank you you can kiss (laughs) 
Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, do you remember the point in which they announced that they could see and feel the head? Y- yes, because... So, I mean, it was during some of the earlier pushing that they were like, oh, we see the head. The head wasn't, like, poking out, but, you, like, you could, they, they could, like, find it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this was one of those things that it was, like, they were taking all of her hair and, like, making it into a little <laughs> point and being like, oh, her hair pokes all the way out. And I'm just like, okay. But you were really excited was, about it. Because they were like, she's got so much hair. And I was just like, yeah, she does, because I was born with, like, a ton of hair. Mm-hmm. And... And it was dark hair. And it was like yours. Like jet black hair. Yeah. And I was like really excited because I'm like, she's going to have like super black hair like mine. <laughs> and I remember like looking. I looked. Yeah. And I, you saw the top of her head and I'm like, wow, it's so tiny. That's not the whole head. Her head is squishing through. And that's just a small part of it. <laughs> but but they announced that the head was fully like visible and able to be touched. You see the crown of the head. And, yes. And they were like do you see do you see the hair i'm like i do i do see and it. i re- i do remember you coming up to me and you I were was, like you were like babe like she's got a full head of hair like we can see her head like i remember you head. trying she's to encourage me hair. with that yeah and i i like yes it was very helpful and i'm glad you did i just like couldn't think about it it was so hard for me to think about a person within all of this yeah because i was so focused on getting it like (laughs) getting it out and making it stop yeah (laughs) and so and like the doctor asked me she's like do you want to do you want to feel and i was like absolutely not (laughs) yeah she was just like okay because you were laying back and it was during one of the break times and they were like oh she's got black hair blah 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 do you want to feel do you want to touch the top of baby's head and you were just like no (laughs) right i'm just like i i want to take my break i get i get a break let me break (laughs) and i put the mask on and i wiped your brow and i Breathe deeply into the fan. <laughs> Ugh. And uh, yeah, it was it's gross. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully next baby I'll actually feel like touching the head because yeah. it is a really cool thing that they let you do that and yeah. that it is a part of the process. It just wasn't happening then. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but between those pushes, you were just like conserving your energy. You weren't really prepared to, to touch the head. No. And I mean... They say that it's like an encouragement of like, yeah. look how close you are. Like, you got this. Like, look how far you've come. Yeah. I just, I really, I, I couldn't, I wasn't there. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I was half asleep. Different priorities. I don't know if most people out there know what a perineum is. Uh, Probably not. Is... I'd hope not. I didn't know what it was until uh, a couple years ago when I, I got pregnant. I just remember... <laughs> like a friend from camp after we came back from the birthing classes and they were like how was it was it intense and i was like i have never heard the word perineum (laughs) said more times in my entire life yeah (laughs) and he's like yeah yeah it was like i'm like what in the world but should should i say what it is you asked i did i did ask say it a perineum is the skin between the birthing hole and the butthole yeah (laughs) It's That's there. what the perineum is. It's that skin between the two. It's the science term. There's another term. Not the podcast for it. Byron. Gotta edit that out now. Never. So during birth, they will sometimes offer something called an episiotomy, which means they will cut some of the perineum to make it so that the birthing canal is wider and there's more room for baby's head to come through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to limit tearing to mm, or to start the process so that it tears better 
Yeah, that's what they say. It's kind of like putting a, a stress line in concrete. Because, I mean, we should also say this. Tearing is very common mm-hmm. in giving birth where that would naturally tear right there. It's way more common than I would have thought. Yeah. I would have thought it's like a rarity, but it's like every time. Almost. Someone, Almost They at time. least have like a, there's a different levels, yeah. at least a one to like four i think yeah. four is when it's completely <laughs> torn oh my and goodness. there's no difference between the two holes <laughs> that sounds genuinely awful no no <laughs> no no goodness we're gonna get an ex- explicit okay anyways so once they saw baby's head the doctor came back in in the intense like ending of the pushing she's like okay you are going to tear. This baby is very big. No, she didn't say that. She's like... <laughs> she basically said, you're going to tear. You want me to do the episiotomy? Yeah, which we went in and I'm like, I don't want an episiotomy because I want it just to naturally happen. You can have complications. There can be infection, whatever. I don't want an episiotomy. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. But she was like... It'll make the process really big. faster. Right. The, the, all I heard was it'll make the process faster. And I was like, I'm in. Yep. And you were like, do it. And she yep. was like, already had everything ready to go. She had the scissors. That's They use scissors. <laughs> uh, and she had like her little face guard shield on. And she had like the little she needle. She had that on already. I know, but like zone, honey. It is, but (laughs) she had the like little needle with the like local anesthetics and stuff, and she basically just sat there with those things, and she was like, "All right, you're gonna tear. If I do the episiotomy, it'll make it go faster." do you want an episiotomy? And you were mm-hmm. like, yes. And she was like, all right. But I remember you looking at me and you were like, wait a minute, like we haven't talked about this. And I looked up at you and you're like, okay, fine. Do it. <laughs> like You Cut. saw the desperate Cut. Yeah. in my face. I saw the desperate in your face. I was, what, what's the word of making that f- the correct form? I don't know, desperation? Desperation, there we go. Desperation in my face. There you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she did the local anesthetics and she just started cutting. <laughs> I would start. It's just a little snip. It's, there's a start. Okay. She started. All right. It's gross. After that, it, yeah. I mean, it definitely went a lot quicker after that, but I just yeah. remember them over and over there like, all right, just a few more good strong pushes and then yeah. it'll be there. Just a few more good strong pushes and we'll be there. And they kept promising that. They were like, just one more. <laughs> You're right there. Just one more. And then you'd push and they'd be like, just one more. Yeah, you got to do it just seriously. one more time. It's got to be a good big one. Just a good big one. Oh, my word. I'm like, like, what have I been doing this great. whole time? Yeah, they'd be like, you're doing great. Just one more. Yeah. They probably did that like four or five times. Or just one more push. But I definitely, I've obviously at this point, I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to be giving birth to this kid vaginally. Yeah. Because definitely there was at some points where I'm like, just cut her out of me. I don't care. <laughs> but at this point, I'm like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously going to be very soon because there's no coming back from where right. we are. Like most of her head was sticking out. So basically, I remember feeling such intense pressure and pain specifically in my butt mm-hmm. i was like i i'm pretty sure i audibly said ouch my butt hurts you did i did re- i do remember <laughs> that you were like ouch my butt hurts yeah. and i was just like <laughs> i mean it happens that you poop i don't know maybe it's just uncomfortable you think that i pooped and that's why my butt hurt i at the moment <laughs> that's what i thought yes I wasn't down the, i was like i was holding your legs up next to your head yeah, and your that's chest true. and all that stuff so it was it was a I, I wasn't I wasn't on the receiving yeah, end right so just such an intense pressure in my butt and then I it literally was just one big last big push mm-hmm. and then like she was out yep 
Well, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, you, was you saw what happened. I but... was there for the whole thing. I saw it all happen. <laughs> Let me explain in detail. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Honey. No. So basically, like, they're like, one more push. And then basically her whole head then came out. And I remember thinking, like, holy cow, that's so much head. <laughs> like, compared to what I thought it was, I was like, oh, it's this cute little baby monster head. <laughs> Just a monster of a head. And then I saw, like, her shoulder kind of started coming up. The, one of the nurses, gr- like, grabbed her shoulder and, like, kind of twerked baby to the side and, like, pulled out one arm and then just <laughs> pulled the rest of Lena out. And I was just, like, <laughs> I wasn't planning on sitting there and staring at it. <laughs> oh, goodness. But it's one of those things that you can't look away. <laughs> but I totally just watched the whole thing happen. And I was just, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, What? And then they'd, like, you know, pat her on the butt and take the little squishy thing and, like, stick it up her nose and stuff. And they, like, flipped her upside down a little bit and, like, patted her back and patted her butt. And then she cried. And here's me. As soon as the pressure and all the pain relieved, because I honestly felt like once she was out, all of it was gone. Yep. It was such a moment of relief. Mm-hmm. I just lay back in exhaustion, just praising the Lord that it was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember like holding my breath for a little while before I could hear her cry. My eyes were closed and I was just listening, mm-hmm. laying back on the bed. And then there her cry was. And I was like, oh, it's over. Yep. <laughs> we she made was it. Crying. She was healthy. Oh, my goodness. She was we nasty. Made it. Man, them nurses really manhandle babies when they come out. They are not gentle. They are not gentle. No. People are either far too gentle with babies or nurses just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing them around like a beach volleyball. Yeah. But then one of them did look over at me and they were like, are you going to cut the cord? And I was like, yeah. You're planning on it. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, all right. So they took the two crimps, the clump clamp things mm-hmm. and they like clamped on two sides and they gave me the pair of scissors and they were like all right you're gonna want to cut it's really tough so you're gonna really need to cut and i'm like all right so i like cut it's kind of like cutting through like something but like there's sand in it it's like really gritty feeling because hmm. you're i mean you're cutting through like thousands of little blood vessels and stuff right. but yeah they're so you, lifeline it, it took two good like snips hmm because, you know, when you like cut something that's too thick with a pair of scissors right. and they kind of like go on either side gotta of it. You got to work on it. So, yeah, it was like too good, like, mm. and it was like, huh. And they were like, yay. And then they like <laughs> took, you know, took her and wrapped her up and wiped her off a little bit and then just like slapped her onto your chest. Yeah. They put her on my chest so pretty quickly mm-hmm. after then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. Like, so I'm like laying back, but my, my legs are still up because the doctor is like making sure that. <laughs> your placenta my came placenta out. comes out correctly a and every nasty looking piece of steak. piece of alien technology <laughs> it, it's crazy it's that's it's nasty there's and a they, lot of stuff in and there and i remember them asking you like do you want to see it i was like yes you were like yes and i was like why it was in my body I... it's super cool it kept lena alive it's just it was just this big old chunk of meat <laughs> gross it wasn't great they had it in like a petri dish uh, yeah it was i mean it was massive it was a couple pounds right Right. I'm pretty sure they like, didn't they like weigh it and stuff to make yeah, sure they, that it well, was the they, right size and they everything? They take it and they weigh it and they do tests on it because they can do blood tests on it, both you and the baby mm. for the initial thing, I think, something hmm. like that. But then they'll like do tests and stuff and I don't know, research science and whatever. Yeah. Because like you get the opportunity to, you know, I'm sure like there are a lot of people who get it like freeze dried and capsuled and they eat it or whatever. Right. It has a lot of nutrition in it. Yeah. I don't know. You probably grill it up. Anyways, grill. Gr- stop, you. 
Honey, too far. We're already getting the E next to it. <laughs> Explicit. Yeah, this isn't like profanity. Yeah, it's this just gross. This is natural. This is gross. <laughs> uh. So they put her on my chest. And mm-hmm. like I said, like I was laying on my back. And so I remember like trying to look at her. But like think about if you have something on your chest, but you're laying on your back. Yeah. It's really hard to look at something that's on your chest. So I just remember trying to like cock my head up so that I could yeah. actually like see her face. I remember her face being very red because she was crying. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like looking at her and being like, this is mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just like had to tell myself like this, this is your daughter. Like this, this is what you've been waiting for. Yeah. And. have been working for. Right. What I've been working for. I was like okay natalie feel like this is your moment like feel (laughs) feel what you're supposed to feel what everybody talks about is this beautiful moment and i couldn't keep my eyes open Mm. i was so tired i know i didn't i didn't feel much yeah (laughs) i couldn't feel much yeah and so i mean at this point you have been awake for over 44 hours so you've been awake for almost two days straight and you haven't had anything to eat in 25 hours like it had legitimately like we went in at three and baby was born at like 350 something like 351 or 354 I something like that. i'm pretty sure yeah 354 okay yeah on august 1st and we went in at or she woke me up to get ready to go at we three went in o'clock at four. yeah so we well we got there at around four but we had got we'd started the whole process of like water broke baby's coming at three right so it had been a 25 hour process from start to finish right i mean I don't think anybody's going to blame you for being just absolutely yeah. dead tired and being like, it's great, honey. I got to go to bed. I know. I I cannot. I literally cannot express how much I love our child. But I, I was just so beyond myself. Yeah. But I think that it's important to like recognize that. I mean, a lot of people are like, my baby was here and I was overwhelmed with the emotion and I just wept with joy. Sometimes that happens. But you also have to remember that it's an extremely long and grueling, painful, exhausting process, especially for the woman. So like when everything reaches, reaches its like climax and you're just like, it's baby's out, baby's healthy. You're just it's like overwhelming. You're just like, OK, it's so good. I like yeah. that. But I, I really like I, I can't do anything. I need some time. Yeah. I remember my arms shaking, obviously because of lack of everything (laughs) and i like i really was scared that she was just gonna slip right off of me because Mm -hmm. i was just laying there and the the ground is right there (laughs) yeah and i don't even have the muscle to hold her gave a severely impaired person the most fragile thing on the planet (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that was the most like physically and emotional difficult thing that i've ever done Mm -hmm. and i just felt so much relief and such a strong urge to fall asleep <laughs> yeah but like okay so we got the episiotomy which does is supposed to help with some of the tearing and stuff yeah. but you have i have you have it written down i don't pull this out of the top of my head but a second degree tear i believe so and i there was i remember them being there was like, a lot going on so i yeah. really don't remember because i remember asking her how bad it was mm-hmm. and I really can't remember her response, but it was as much as she cut, and I maybe did a little mm-hmm. bit more than that, yeah. but and not a ton. I mean, there was a mild amount of hemorrhaging, which they that's the reason that they're like, we're going to have you Which hemorrhaging is bleeding. Yeah. Like, more than you're supposed to when you have a baby. Yeah. So, but they said it was, like, mild. It was basically the, the most or the least amount it could be and still be considered hemorrhaging, if I said that right. The most it could be. Right. Yeah. It was... a 
it was still considered hemorrhaging so they still had us under observation and they had you had to wake up every whatever and they had to like look at it and stuff Mm-hmm. yeah basically i guess it like it was kind of the best situation like you had a little bit there was technically hemorrhaging but it like wasn't that much so you're pretty good yeah and so she had to stitch me up because mm-hmm. of the tear yep. and so i i remember her like starting to do that and this all happens really quickly like yeah. i delivered the placenta just within like five ten minutes of her being delivered yeah. and then once that was done then she started stitching me up and i passed byron off or I passed Byron. Yeah. I passed yeah. Selena off to Byron. Like right during before that. all of that. So right before your placenta and all that came out, because I remember them sticking it in the big. It wasn't like a petri dish. It was more like a big Tupperware container. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, so they were like, <clears throat> all right, and they're like pressing around your belly and they're doing all that stuff. So I remember like holding Lena. Like by this point, I think I hadn't sat back down. I don't know for like thirteen hours, maybe since your epidural when I sat down in the rocking chair. Oh yeah. I, they forced you to. <laughs> they forced me to. And then since then, I didn't sit back down. And every two minutes, I would lean over you and press as, with like every ounce of strength in my body on your one spot on your back to try to alleviate some of the pain. So they like handed me Selena. You were getting like pressed on and all stitched up and whatever. And I'm sitting here holding my child and like super excited. I had a little tiny tear come down. Not much. I cried a little bit. Yeah, but, you did. Um, I was happy. I it's sweet. I was only up for 25 hours. That's so right. I still, <laughs> you I got still some sleep the night before. But, Woo. Yeah. But so, <laughs> but my, my back was like in knots. My legs mm. were shaking. I like couldn't stand up anymore. Yeah. And they had put all of our stuff on the little couch thing in the corner and they took out the rocking chair mm-hmm. of the room. Just when I was like, what, what am I like? I have to sit down and my back hurts so bad. I cannot stand up anymore. Hold this fragile being. I'm holding up my baby. So I literally just go and like hit the wall. And just like slump down mm. and just like sit on the floor and look at her. Yeah. Well, she's like, she's not really making that much noise anymore. She's just kind of like asleep a little bit and like eyes closed. And she's just like peaceful, peacefully just like hanging Super out. Cute. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just like sitting there. I, I'm just, and I don't. I like don't remember 100% of what happened. I might have done stuff. I, I was going to say, did you fall asleep I don't holding think so. her? I don't think I did because I don't remember falling asleep. But I guess who does, right? That's true. <laughs> so that's what I did. I just sat on the floor and looked at her because i mean at first like because they put her on your chest so i went over to you and i was like you did such a good job and i like kissed your forehead even though it was soaking wet Ugh. and i think i wiped your head off again <laughs> and then i remember like kind of like putting my hand on baby's back and mm. like kissing her head and kissing your head and yeah, it was a good time i don't remember that <laughs> yeah and then i had baby and then yeah i mean it was just nice because like they did the whole thing where like they you know they check her like oxygen level in her blood and they check they do all that stuff. They put her on the little warming thing to get her up to yeah. whatever. Which the warming thing <clears throat> also like has a UV lamp and uh, a scale yeah. and everything, so they can mm-hmm. do all the measurements and everything there. Yeah. Speaking of which, yes. So Selena Ruth Tatnan mm-hmm. was born at three fifty four a.m. on August first, which is twenty four hours after we were admitted into the hospital. And she was nine pounds three ounces. 21 and a half inches long. Holy smokes. It's a big kid. My first kid. Our first kid. That's a yeah. huge kid. So, and she, I was going to say chunky, but she wasn't chunky. She was, she was super long. long and super thin. Right. There really wasn't like baby yeah. rolls on her. The biggest thing is her cheeks. Yeah. Like her cheeks were huge when she was born, but that was really mm-hmm. the biggest thing on her. Yeah. She was just a just a long kid mm-hmm. and she had a big old head but she was absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. her skin was super 
smooth and yeah. cl- like clean what's the word the clear clear it was very clear yeah. she was like glowing she had like nice rosy cheeks she and, had a very but she was like bronze too like yeah, she, she looked like tan she had a very <laughs> nice weird. complexion she had yeah. nice black hair uh-huh she yeah she was a beautiful newborn which mm-hmm. i mean honestly most newborns aren't like they i'm not just so saying that because gross. she's my kid i'm sure our next kid's gonna be ugly when they're born <laughs> i'll just say that yeah but she was just really really gorgeous she is a particularly pretty baby not all babies are even after that time like um, people are like oh such a pretty baby like most babies are ugly like they're They're fine alien beings but they're just not like they were in water for 10 months of course they're gonna be weird looking yeah they're just just a person (laughs) made out of mashed potatoes it's just with gravy on it it's gross it's not great but she was just particularly a cute kid. And like her, because she, I mean, come on, you have a little bit of head deformation. They got pretty liquid skulls. Yeah. So, But I mean, it subsided in like a couple hours. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't coned. It was kind of flat. Yeah. Wasn't it? Like, I remember it kind of being like a square. Yeah. Her something head. like that. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So I ate some food because yep. I needed that. I don't remember what they gave you. I think it was like breakfast, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been. I mean, well, I don't think it was breakfast because... Well, no, no, because they ordered dinner for me thinking, like, baby will be out by dinner, oh. so therefore we'll have dinner ordered for you before they mm-hmm. close the cafeteria. So it might so have been, was, like, a burger, mac I and cheese or something. Ate, I think it was, like, a cold sandwich because they wanted to make sure it would yeah, keep. I think you're but right. But I didn't eat all of it. I just no. ate whatever I felt like because yeah. you go from empty stomach to, like, stuffing yourself, and that's mm-hmm. a whole other disaster. Yeah. And then we had our first session of breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. I remember I got up without their permission. You did? You're like, I have to pee. <laughs> okay. I remember the nurse. They got everything settled. They got all the sheets in the bed cleared off, which by the way, I'm supposed to sleep that night in the exact same bed I just gave birth in. In this hospital, yeah. the birthing room is the same room as the recovery room and the laboring room. It's all the same. Yeah. So yeah, they just basically <clears throat> came back in and put the bottom back on and then had you get up. And then they put this like thick mat, like this thick foam pad on it. Oh, and then, so it could be more and, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And then bed sheets. And then they yeah. put the arms up, like the yeah. sides up. Right. So anyways, the, they did all of that. And then the nurse was like, okay, let me know like when you pee or when you got to pee or something yeah. like that. And so in my head, I interpreted that as, oh, I just need to let them know that I did pee mm-hmm. because this is something that they're keeping track of because right. I just gave birth to a baby and they give keep track of weird things yeah and so i was like okay so i just like a little while later i had to pee so i got up and i went to the bathroom on my own came back i buzzed her and i was and she's like hey you ready to go to the bathroom and i was like well i just did and she's like don't do that she's like what you got up without me you're not supposed to do that you had an epidural you can't get up without me how dare you It's like, well, I did. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm fine. We're right. Good. I felt yeah. totally normal. Yeah. I mean, obviously not, I think I, but I, think I did. I, like, I think I helped you over to the bathroom. But yeah, maybe. I don't think I went in with you. I think I just helped you over to the bathroom and I was like, are you all right? And you're like, yeah. And then you went yeah. to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you, you tried, you know, breastfeeding for a little while. And then I remember you being like, could you just like take her? to the nursery <laughs> well i remember didn't we talk about this i was like is it terrible if we give away our newborn child right away and i was like nah i was like honey i need to sleep do you think that they would take her to the nursery yeah <laughs> I mean, that's what we did yeah and they were like all right we'll be back in what like two hours three hours yeah they didn't want her to go any longer than mm. like two and a half or three hours yeah so yeah we they came in put her in the little thing and wheeled her out mm-hmm. and um 
I pulled out the little bed that was in the chair, which is just like a little like it's cot. like a hide a bed thing. Yeah, in yeah. like a chair, like an armchair, but you could just pull it out into like a couch. But like a single. Or like a, uh, like a bed. So yeah, it was like that... one single cot and it right. was so uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like so springy with like such a thin little piece of foam and I was just, but I was like, I don't even care. I remember getting on it and passing out immediately. Right, because at this point, nothing mattered. You could sleep on the hard cement cold I, I, floor. I probably, yeah, I could have just fallen asleep on the ground. Yeah. I just put our coats down. I, I remember asleep falling asleep very quickly, even though my body yeah. was definitely in all kinds of pain. I passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I woke up and you already had Lena. And you were already trying to bre- breastfeed her again. Mm. And then I think we maybe had her for a little while longer. And then they maybe took her back and we went back to sleep. I don't I don't know. Because at some point we had to contact our parents and be like, hey, she's born and this is her name and yeah. whatever. I don't. It's so fine. I mean, yeah, I took like, you know, some pictures and stuff of her in her little thing. Bassinet thing and that then they we, have. Yeah. yeah, we took pictures together and sent it to our parents and we're like, she's here. Yeah. And the camp people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is that where we're going to end this? No. No? Yeah, probably. What? Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about what what else do you have to say? I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> what is your what do you what do you have to say? Just to closing thoughts or just like more emotional type things. This was a very traumatic experience for me. And I was totally blindsided by it. Like, I just, I did not have realistic expectations for giving birth going into it. When I was writing up this outline, it was quite a few months ago now because I started working on it when I knew that we wanted to do a birth story podcast. Well, you started outlining this before we even recorded our first episode. Oh, yeah? hmm Okay. Yeah, maybe. So it was around the one-year mark then because mm-hmm. we started this at the end of August and she was born August 1st. Anyways, I wrote this up about a year ago or mm, a year after I gave birth. It was honestly a very like healing process for me to be able to just like walk through everything in the order that it happened and what I was feeling in every single circumstance. And it was just, it was very helpful for me to kind of just get over my fears of giving birth again someday. And the trauma that I went through and I honestly wouldn't have been able to make it through without Byron's support and calmness and encouragement and just wonderful nature that he is. Like that's something that I'm very confident in. (laughs) I'm very thankful for you, honey. Mm, You're welcome. Mm, Like looking back, I realize that I definitely went into labor super naive. I thought that I had consumed all of the materials and things that I needed. Uh, I mean, we watched like childbirthing classes. You read books. We went to the, we went to a childbirthing right. class. Right, like we did do a lot. But I think that I was just so consumed by the excitement of having a baby and meeting our baby girl that I didn't really prepare my body for like specifically what it needed or even like mentally what I needed, where I needed to get myself to be in order to be prepared for this life-changing experience. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot on the body. It's a lot on the mind. It's it's not just like, a, we're going to go to the store and get a baby today. It's a, it's a lot. Like saying that, I am really encouraged to know that this is a unique birth in yes. of itself. Like it's, this is not going to be how it's going to happen any other time. Hopefully. I mean, at least not exactly like that. (laughs) Yes. Like there were very specific circumstances that made it to be how it was. And we'll know, we know what, we don't know 100%, but we know like 
all right, we can labor at home for a while. Right. Like we we can ask them like, hey, can you check the position of the kid? Because right. this isn't right. And right. like we can we just have things that we can know that we can ask for next time and right. we can check on. Right. Because we're experts. Yeah. She she's my first baby. First baby. She uh, was posterior during mm-hmm. labor. And she was huge. I went in before my body was fully ready. Like they had to mm-hmm. force me to get there with Pitocin, which is not ideal. Yep. And right. Like she was a huge kid, especially for somebody who hadn't given birth. Like your hips literally have to, what is the word? Stretch. They literally have yeah. to expand like your hip bones do in order to be able to fit a child through the birthing canal. Bones. That is crazy. It's crazy. Right. I take hope in knowing that it won't be that way again. It'll be different next time. (laughs) Yeah. And I also take hope in knowing that even though I definitely had several moments of hopelessness during the process, my body still did it. Yep. As it's intended to do. The Lord created our bodies to be able to give birth. That's right. And that's amazing. It's pretty neat. Because it's super difficult. (laughs) Did not seem like a fun day. Oh, boy. Do you have any closing thoughts? Ah, smell. So gross. (laughs) Are you going to bring some kind of like nose plug next time? Maybe. I will say that she was born with a nice dark complexion like me. And she had her nice dark hair (laughs) like me. Mm -hmm. And maybe like six to eight months in, just change sides. She's got blonde hair like like mama. She's like the palest little blonde kid in the world. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I mean, she still has like a, a nicer like not like a super dark complexion but like a darker complexion than most blonde kids i feel like but yeah she could be more white she could be (laughs) but she's definitely very white yeah (laughs) yeah she's still really pretty she is very pretty i I still (laughs) like her she's got like some dark in her hair but it's super blonde her eyebrows are darker than mine we were comparing them the other day Mm -hmm. she does have darker eyebrows than me so maybe it'll turn back again hopefully She betrayed me. Yeah, she did. Uh. Uh, well, I hope that wasn't too much for you guys. Yeah. Was it too much? It could have been too much. I think we're all right. It's it's medically sound. Yes. Right? This isn't anything you wouldn't learn in a health class. That's right. Or going to do it yourself. <laughs> like birth giving, yourself? Giving oh, birth. I was like doing what yourself? Giving birth. <laughs> Having a baby. So we just had a baby. Well, we didn't just have a baby. In this podcast, we did. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, this has been fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to Couples Co-op. If you feel up for it, which you should, give us a rating and review wherever you listen. Yeah. Tell your friends. We are on social media at Instagram at Couples Co-op Pod and Facebook at Couples Co-op Podcasts. We release an episode every Monday, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. See you next time. See ya, baby. You always have to have the last word. I like it. Can you let me have this? Never. Blech.